Hey everyone, we were sitting around the dinner table last night talking about how Halloween's not going to be exactly the same this year as it is every other year. With so many regions telling people not to go out trick-or-treating, we thought parents might be a little bit challenged to find creative ways to entertain their kids tonight. So while we were talking about that, our 11-year-old daughter came to the table and said she wanted to read a story that she had written for Halloween. And when she was done, I said, you know, we could probably turn that into a little episode for all the kids for Halloween. And with a little help from mom, she put it together. So gather the kids as we present to you this frightening little tale called The Clown House. It was your typical Halloween evening. Foggy, dark, dead trees being lit up by the pale blue moon. Just no wolves howling or crashing lightning. That would come later. This spooky tale begins with four best friends who had known each other their whole lives. Ethan, Chad, Mindy, and Jessica had grown up on the same street together and had hardly ever been seen apart. On that Halloween evening, the four friends had just finished watching the latest horror movie at the theater and were riding their bikes home. As they headed home, they all chatted about what they should do for the weekend. It was always so boring in their little town. As they were biking, Ethan suggested they take a shortcut to the street through a bike path. It was already dark, and taking the shortcut would cut off at least 10 minutes from the ride home. But there was one problem. The bike path would take them by a very creepy home that had been abandoned for as long as the kids could remember. And there was also rumors the house was haunted. Just as Mindy blurted out, there was no way she was taking that shortcut. Chad made the even more disturbing suggestion. I think we should go inside and check it out. You mean the house? Jessica asked. Yeah, dummy, the house, Chad answered. Hey, 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 no need to be rude, Ethan interrupted. I think this idea is crazy, Mindy said. What bad could possibly happen? Jessica curiously asked Mindy. Yeah, Ethan said. It's just an old house. But a really, really, really old house, said Mindy. After the kids talked a bit more, they finally convinced Mindy to go inside with them. Luckily, Ethan, Chad, and Mindy all had their phones with them, and they could use them as flashlights. And Jessica? Well, she had with her two things in the world that wouldn't help with their adventure at all. A bottle of perfume and lip gloss. As the kids slowly walked up to the front door of the super creepy house, they noticed that a super creepy door was already open. As a sudden bolt of lightning crashed, it began to pour. Things were starting to get creepy. When they got inside the house and started to look around, they could see a heavy layer of dust on all the furniture and cobwebs in every corner. The house was so old it looked like it had been made in the 80s. I mean, it looked really old. Over to the right was a massive bookshelf filled with old porcelain dolls whose faces were all cracked. Who knows how long they'd been there. Either the owner of these dolls was super clumsy or maybe a weird doll collector who for some reason liked broken dolls. Either way, these dolls were super weird. Just then... The lights began flickering, 
and then stopped just as suddenly. What was that? Mindy asked in confusion as she looked around. Wait, where's Chad? exclaimed Ethan. As the friends looked around, they couldn't see Chad anywhere. Chad, 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 where are you? Chad, everyone began to scream. Hey, look at that, Mindy said as she pointed to the ground. There, suddenly sitting on the floor beside them, was a doll. That looked exactly like Chad. Was Chad trying to play a joke on them? After calling for Chad one more time, Jessica nervously said she thought they should get out of there. What, are you afraid, Ethan said laughing? No, but we should call the cops. This could be serious, Jessica said nervously. Suddenly, the lights started flickering again, but this time it was longer. Guys, look, Jessica's gone, Mindy screamed. And there, sitting on the floor again, was another doll. Guys, look at that doll. It looks exactly like Jessica. We need to get out of here, Ethan shouted. We can't just leave, Mindy shouted back. We have to look for Chad and Jessica. We just can't leave without them. Ethan was actually terrified, but didn't want to show Mindy how scared he was inside. As the two friends started looking around the house for their two other friends, Ethan walked into a bathroom to see if they were there. Just as Mindy looked over at him, the door suddenly slammed shut behind him. Seconds later, the lights started flickering again. Mindy screamed to Ethan asking if he was okay, but he didn't answer. When she tried opening the door, it wouldn't open. She had no idea what to do. That's when she suddenly noticed a light coming on in the basement. Mindy wondered if one of her friends could be down there, or maybe all of them. But she was scared to death of basements. Who isn't? But what else could she do? Mindy gulped and carefully started to make her way down the creaky stairs. They were so creaky, she was scared that if she put too much weight on them, she might fall right through them. When Mindy finally reached the bottom of the stairs, she was shocked to see her three friends tied up in the corner and their mouths covered with duct tape. At the same time, Chad, Jessica, and Ethan all of a sudden started trying to scream, but their screams were muffled and Mindy couldn't understand what they were trying to say. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to get you untied. Calm down, Mindy told her friends. But they kept on screaming. It's okay, guys. I'll get you untied. We'll get out of here. Who did this to you, Mindy asked. But before Mindy could get the duct tape off of their mouths, they all suddenly stopped screaming. And Jessica pointed, as if she was pointing behind Mindy. But before Mindy could turn around and see what Jessica was pointing at, the lights started flickering again. Mindy knew something bad was about to happen. As she slowly turned around, she saw the evil smile of a poorly dressed clown, and the makeup was just as bad. Mindy now thought it had to be a joke, but who was wearing this really bad disguise that looked like it was purchased at Party City? As Mindy went from feeling scared to mad, the clown kept getting closer to her, but saying nothing to her as the lights kept flickering on and off. Who 
are you? Mindy screamed at the clown. This isn't funny anymore. Just as the clown was about two feet away from Mindy, the light suddenly turned off and it was pitch black. The next thing Mindy felt was a bag being pulled tight over her head. When Mindy opened her eyes, she was confused to see she was lying in her bed. How did she get there, she wondered, and what had happened to her friends? When she got out of bed and looked out the window, she was shocked to see police walking a clown in handcuffs to a police car. The same clown she saw in the basement. Mindy would find out later she didn't dream up the whole thing. The whole creepy experience had actually happened. But you're probably wondering, who was the clown? So was Mindy. She was surprised to learn it was another kid who also lived on the same street, Simon Walker, a quiet kid who mostly kept to himself. After being interrogated by police, Simon admitted he'd been watching the other kids for quite some time, secretly hoping they might eventually invite him along to hang out, but they never did. Mindy and her friends had always assumed Simon was just a huge bird watcher because they'd always seen him with binoculars. Turns out, Simon wasn't looking at birds. When Simon wasn't keeping a watch on the group of friends, he was busy making look-alike porcelain dolls of the other kids, waiting for the day he could play the ultimate prank on them, hoping to convince them just how fun he could be. In the end, Simon realized it might have been easier if he had just asked the kids if he could hang out with them. He didn't have to make up such a complicated plan to win friends. On a positive note, it looked like Simon Walker might have a promising future in the doll-making business. Thanks for joining us for that little spooky tale, and we hope everyone has a safe and healthy Halloween night. If you enjoyed the episode, reach out to us on social media and let her daughter know you enjoyed her story. And we'll see you back next week with the next episode of The Minds of Madness. <laughs>